You said you'd come. Now let's hope you're not too late. Welcome to the Suicide Squad cast. This is the DC Universe podcast where we discuss the DC Extended Universe movies and TV shows. Yeah, we are big fans of all of what DC Comics is doing on the big and small screens, so we want to make sure we talk all about it. Thanks for joining us tonight. Uh, Let's get started. My name is Chris. And I'm Jordan, and we are the Suicide Squad cast. So, Chris... Are we the hey. Suicide Squad cast? What's going on, buddy? We're the DC Comics Squad cast, but we have infiltrated the Suicide Squad cast studios Indeed. Uh, in an undisclosed location in New York City, possibly <laughs> underground uh, near a military base, possibly alien sightings nearby. There's some weird sounds going on in the studio. I don't oh, know how yeah. they do it every week. This is a creepy place, and it just hasn't been cleaned in months. Oh, it's disgusting. What, what's, what's going on here? Well, okay, like we said, we're the DC Comics Squad cast, and... We are part of the Squadcast family, as I'll I'll call it. Uh, the other shows we have are Fans Without Borders on the DC TV Squadcast. Uh, that's Brent and Ray, and they're breaking all of that down on the CW universe. They're, Fans Without Borders is exactly what it sounds like. It's kind of everything in our wheelhouse mm-hmm. from different studios and all that. And... Suicide Squadcast, obviously, because you're listening to it. So <laughs> please, please go ahead and leave a review. I know the guys will appreciate it. Just do that for every show. Just go one quick swipe, leave a review for everybody. That'd be great. Also, there's a Patreon that we have for the full network as well, and it's patreon.com slash squadcastmedia. A lot of extra stuff going on there, extra shows, B-roll, a lot of fun things, and some really uh, cool things that are coming back to you, the listener, for being a Patreon. So go check that out. See if there's something that matches uh, what you're wanting to do do and we'll appreciate it and if not we appreciate you listening anyway so should we just segue right into the news oh, yeah. or what well we got a bunch of different news items going on here so chris and i are going to do our best to give you guys some nice juicy little nuggets while not giving you everything and leave a little bit for tim and scott for next week as well just in case because yep. this week was kind of crazy but yeah we are going to start with first piece of news here on our agenda is diane nelson leaving warner brothers after 22 years of service so um if you guys remember she took a leave of absence in late in late march for family related issues and then along those lines and she is now in fact leaving the interim executive structure that they used in her absence uh will remain in place for now so that means that thomas Gawecki, who's uh he's the chief digital officer and also executive vp of strategy and business development he's still overseeing the dc execs uh so didio jim lee jeff johns and desai so that's all still kind of that's kind of the, one of the big news going now we got that from the hollywood reporter and uh yeah so she's leaving 22 years a long time to remain with the studio but you know what sometimes sometimes you just got to move on you know yeah i think she will be missed but by the same token you know the studio seems like it's sort of headed in a new direction so we're interested really does, to see, yeah. interested to see how that heads uh how that looks and how that's going to head on out from here it's interesting too because and this was going on in the slack discussion with everybody is that that we were wondering if jeff johns is going to kind of move into that spot right and on his twitter it says dc entertainment president and chief 
executive officer. So I don't know. I guess there's a reason they're not just just moving him right into that role. So we'll see. Right. So yeah, another big thing from Variety is an exclusive actually for Variety. It's Jared Leto's Joker's getting his own movie. Oh snap! Which I kind of. <laughs> Set. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I want to use the term, but set the internet on fire. Maybe just Twitter. And, you know, obviously people are going to debate about all of this kind of stuff. Always, of course, because that's DC and why not? Uh, <laughs> but it does say Warner Brothers is looking to expand Jared Leto's version of the Joker, which debuted in 2016's Suicide Squad with his own movie. What it looks like from what Variety is saying is that they're paving the way for future movies branching from, su- uh, from the Suicide Squad. So they're kind of making that its own brand with these like side movies coming out. So I'm curious to see. I mean, obviously, I got we, we've got Margot Robbie's, I guess, Birds of Prey is what we're calling it. I don't know why we wouldn't be leaning more towards a Gotham City Sirens-esque movie. I guess maybe just because it was announced with David Ayer. But I don't I don't know what the latest news on that was, if he was leaving or what the deal is. But you got that. There's no telling what else. I guess they're kind of put those out there and see what happens, move from there. But it kind of goes along with what you were saying about new people coming in yeah. and the, the, the company kind of changing and the sort of strategy changing a little bit. So it's interesting. I I liked him in Suicide Squad, right. uh, the little bit that we got of him. So this is definitely intriguing because we'll see. I, I thought he was very different almost each time you saw him in that movie. He, like it was very unpredictable, which is cool. And I think it's very smart for him to play the Joker that way because now you have this movie and he can he can play it however he wants to because he set it up to be unpredictable. I think it's really cool. So with that, it sounds like they're still developing that I don't know if it was rumored or actually officially confirmed anything, but the Todd Phillips Joker movie that they were... Yeah, it seems like that would be more or less the Elseworlds Joker story. I don't... Yeah, we'll see. I don't... It it seems weird to me that these would both be getting made, but... I, I think maybe I, I say that it, they're in in development. Yeah, that, that, every studio has tons of movies in development that we'll never see, but this is a big deal, so we all know about it. But I don't know what's going to stick. You know what I mean? I think they might be doing both to kind of see which one comes out on top and say, okay, well, we're going to do this one because it seems you know like a different thing. Because I don't, I, we don't know what their plan for this Elseworlds if it's even going to happen. We don't know what the plan is for that. Um, I'm personally down for it. I was going to say because there's still that Elseworlds sort of banner that they're going to throw some decent movies under so it'll be interesting to see what movies they decide to put under that banner like what other movies they decide to possibly develop that could go under that one as well yeah it, it's 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 kind of weird to to start it with a character you're already developing in an incontinuity universe but at the same time if you market it right hey whatever it's a good movie exactly exactly we'll see what happens it all sounds really cool to me exactly. so uh i'll take as much of it you're gonna give me so right and to go along with that uh jared leto joker the solo film it doesn't have any the one thing with that too is Leto is set to star and executive produce the film as well. Right. And they are looking for a writer and it is unclear as to when that would go into production itself. And just a small rumor, small rumor from Reddit is that the Dallas Buyers Club director Jean Malvalet is has been associated with the film and that's probably just because Jared Leto and him have worked together. So, okay. Just a little little rumor, little juice to add to that, but aside from yeah. aside from those things, it's that's... nothing it's still way out in the air. If there's no set date yet, there's no anything like you said in development always has a chance to either be developed or not developed. So yeah, kind of yeah. it's see, not like see yeah. where it goes from there. You know, I love Dallas Buyers Club. I thought it was great. So if he wants to direct, I think absolutely. You know, be cool. I think, and, and Jared Leto was great in that as well. So I say, hey, if it's true, give him a shot. I, I'll watch it all day long. So well, there you go. Walter Hamada's 
biography on WB's page seems like it's been updated. So I'm just going to go ahead and read to you guys what his biography states. So it says, Walter Hamada is president, DC-based film production, Warner Brothers Pictures. In this role, he oversees WB's slate of films based on superheroes and supervillains from DC, as well as titles based on other characters and stories also licensed from DC, including its Vertigo and and Mad Magazine imprints. Hamada draws upon resources from across both WB and New Line Cinema and works closely with Jeff Johns, who's president and chief creative officer at DC Entertainment. So, pretty interesting wording that they have going on there, I think, you know, with them Mm -hmm. saying that they're going to be doing a slate of films based on superheroes and supervillains from DC. That's kind of stayed in line with what we've heard so far with the Joker movie, obviously the quote-unquote Black Adam movie, but we're going to see where he really shows up. And then who knows if they follow through, because we're going to get Cheetah in Wonder Woman 2. Uh, We've already gotten Lex. And then, obviously, that Lex and Deathstroke thing at the end of Justice League. See if they yep. continue to pull that, make a, you know, yeah. Legion a, of a Doom. A Deathstroke movie, potentially. Or I a mean, Deathstroke movie. Still kind of in the floating works. out there, possibly. Definitely things to, to keep in mind here with the slate coming up. And the way I sort of take it, everything at this point is just going to be so unpredictable. So it's really yeah. just a matter of trying to sort through what comes out as fact and what comes out as rumor. So really, guys, do yeah. double-check your sources. Don't just believe everything you said on everything you see here online make sure if you read it and it says it's confirmed you check who the sources are everything always check your sources uh but that's kind of what that all says to me not really sure if you have much to say about it my man yeah i think so i mean it's showing already they're they have new gods in development and it just, i think they're just taking a different approach to the superhero movie genre obviously, because they're making movies starring the villains. And, you know, I know they were going to try to do that over at Sony with the follow-up to Amazing Spider-Man 2. Um, Didn't happen, obviously, so it'll be cool if DC gets to kind of be... I don't want to say the first in case I'm sure there's something out there I'm not remembering, but to set up this universe where you do have standalone movies for villains, I think it it could be really cool. Right. So, um, yeah, I'm, if if this if this crew comes in, they seem like they know what they're doing. I'm, I, it's very exciting to me. I, I, I love the idea of a movie about the Joker, at, well, at least as the, maybe the, the main character uh, within continuity. So that kind of falls in line with what you were just talking about, too. I, yeah, Walter, give it to me. <laughs> give me all of it. This is a rumor and and again going back to what you just said take it with a grain of salt i guess until we actually get something that you know is confirmed or until we see it for ourselves if this is true i'm gonna be squealing like a ridiculous fanboy much like i was when they really dropped that just the snyder justice league footage at comic-con right the one with the the white stripes soundtrack and all that uh initially because what it sounds like according to this and this is sourced from this twitter account daniel rpk and the reason i think they're sourcing from this is because daniel rpk has posted things in the past that turned out to be true correct uh before you know before they came out so if this continues looks like we might be getting our first trailer for Aquaman. Kind of makes sense. This is stuff we've been talking about before anyway. Like, it seems like the right place to do it. Uh, A first look at Shazam. uh, Some teasing of Wonder Woman um, 2 or Wonder Woman 1984 or whatever they're going to call it. And the Batman and more projects. I'm sure more announcements. But also, you know, talking about a first look at Cheetah, all of that. But he also heard that Ben Affleck and Matt Reeves are going to appear on stage. Woohoo! I guess to reveal an update for the next movie. And I'm like, if they walk out on stage together, I'm going to cry. Give it to me. Uh, but that's, <laughs> I mean, that's like, again, it's all rumor. And, you know, as as all of these things kind of go, uh, 
hopefully it, it, that's the case. But, you know, again, rumor. With that, somebody had reached out to, this is Oil Country One on Twitter, reached out to James Wan, who said, you know, is there a date when we will see the first Aquaman trailer? I cannot wait for this. Hashtag DC Comics, DC, and then at DC Comics. James Wan, of course, responded back to him, asterisk, whispering, soon. soon. So, <laughs> and then underneath it, you get Yahya Abdul-Mateen, who also says soon. Like a little ostrich meme. Yeah, exactly. It's nothing that we haven't and nothing that James Wan hasn't told us already. He's going to wait until he's happy with the product. And when he's happy with it, it's when he's going to share it. And for that, man, I have I have no qualms at all. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, I, I fully, uh, I don't know, <laughs> these kinds of things. I'm just like, oh, yeah, I mean, I know it's coming soon. And hey, Comic-Con is soon. Um, yeah. T- going into Shazam, David Sandberg, he was on the Film Riot podcast. And he talked about a lot of different things about production and going from big budget to low budget. Uh, this article from Heroic Hollywood by... By Noah Villaverde. The headline is this Shazam suit went through lots of changes during filming. And going off of the podcast, he kind of described the way that he asked, because he asked him about that. Like they have to t- try all these different types of materials and the way the light hits them and all these different kind of things. And that's just on the like the cinematography side of it. You also have to go into the mechanics of the suit, how it fits the actor. He mentioned that they would start shooting and like, he's like, well, actually I just realized I can't move my hands in like the cuffs. So like, okay, we got to take back. We got fix the cuffs we got to do something different there one thing that i did think was cool in the podcast is he talks about so the lightning with the suit is it actually lights up which we would imagine but it's a practical effect i'm sure they'll add a little bit of pizzazz and post effects but it actually lit up on the suit it's pretty cool and i thought that was really cool because he talked that's another thing is he talks about how it would malfunction all the time and it would go out or start blinking <laughs> like in the middle of like a great shot it starts like ah, it's glitching out but um i thought that was really cool he said they actually used a lot of practical effects in the movie a lot of practical lighting and like different things like that so i'll be curious to see how it turns out but i'm always a fan of practical effects i'm not anti-cg by any means but when you can do something in real life and throw it on the film and have it look cool i I always love that so that's kind of that's what that story is is they just kind of had to update the suit a lot which you would imagine that would be the case yeah you're totally right that's that's pretty much it i mean as far as shazam goes there's nothing really a whole lot else going on there um Wonder Woman 2, which seems like it's just leaking information constantly. Um, yeah. But what we've learned is that Gal Gadot has, or Gal Gadot, sorry, has arrived in Washington, D.C. for filming for Wonder Woman 2. And mm-hmm. she did take a little video that was going around posting some of the monuments that could possibly be in the movie, but you just never know. You never know what mm-hmm. they're going to use, actually. So even if we do see them filming in front of one of the different monuments, it might not be used. It might be taken out in post. You you just never know, but it's pretty cool that uh, that that's actually starting to film, and you know, it's crazy that we already have three now in the canon. You know, we got Aquaman <laughs> yeah. ready to go, we got Shazam, both of those are in post now, and then yeah. Wonder Woman starting, and hopefully soon the Batman will be it's on its way, and yeah. I'm hoping that they might make a little announcement of a Man of Steel too at, at uh, Comic Con too. That would be awesome, but I'm yeah. not. I'm not going to hold my, you know, get my hopes held up high for that. But aside from that whole Wonder Woman 2, uh, you know, them being on set and all that stuff, it's not really a whole lot going on there. I mean, one thing that I thought was pretty neat that was pointed out here in the notes is that somebody on Twitter had said, you know, from the logo, because it's Wonder Woman 84, WW84, mm-hmm. and it's got this sort of weird, how would you, like a static sort of look to it? Yeah. And so someone says, at Carbo underscore Knight on Twitter says, surely I'm not the only one getting serious brother eye slash OMAC transmission vibes from this logo. 
Absolutely. So, absolutely. And to which we, yeah, we would say absolutely. So, definitely going to be interested to see uh, where this goes. And I know I say that a lot, but I don't really know what else to say aside from yeah. that. I'm excited kinda, for kinda the wait. film. Yeah. Uh, there's just not a whole lot we can do aside from yeah. to see what we really get. And to go along with these things, you know, Gal Gadot posted a picture of her in phenomenal shape, obviously. And, of, of course. course, continuing to lift weights and do her thing to continue mm-hmm. to be Diana Strong and, and Wonder Woman Strong. So, yeah, man, it's I'm just excited. I love Wonder Woman. Yeah, and absolutely. Super excited to see Cheetah in here, too, to see how that's taken care of. I can't wait to see that. I cannot wait to see that. <laughs> yeah, I'm just interested to see how that's yeah. all going to play out. But aside from that, uh, not really a whole lot more going on. And aside from what's this I see about Linda Carter at uh, the Caps game, I guess, in game four was in Washington, D.C. So who knows? Could she be on set for Wonder Woman 2 as well? Uh, they would, I mean, it makes sense. I'm surprised it didn't happen in the first one, you know, right. honestly. Got to get her in there at some point. As a little nod, I will point out about that logo, kind of backtracking a little bit. Sure. And the brother eye kind of thing. It makes sense. Yes, it does. Because if you're familiar with the novel or movie, whichever one or both, whatever, 1984, Big Brother is the sort of all-seeing eye of society. It is the god, basically. It is, But it's government, and it's a, sort of this all-controlling thing, but it's everything's for Big Brother and all that. Right. Makes sense. Brother Eye, 84. Um, I think that all the clues are there, so I would buy that. Yeah. If it's not that, cool. But uh, again, grain of salt, but you start connecting dots and it gets really interesting. So yes, I say does. that sounds awesome. And again, I love that logo. I know they talked about it in the last episode and when the logo landed, but I love it. Pretty sweet. All right. So next thing on here that we have is Birds of Prey news. It's not really that. It's more Harley news. And again, it's not even news. It's more of a rumor. And again, this comes from Mr. Uh, Daniel RPK on Twitter. It says, rumor Harley Quinn to star in five movies. Holy smokes. So that would be Birds of Prey, which is the movie we know is happening. Gotham City Sirens, which you've heard is in development. Um, Suicide Squad, which is, I don't know if that means Suicide Squad 2 or just the regular Suicide Squad film. I'm assuming she's going to be in the second one as well. Uh, Mad Love, because if you guys remember, there was that Joker Hardly film that they were sort of floating around there too. And Batman. And then he says underneath that, he goes, hell, they might even put her in Justice League at some point. So, obviously, Warner Brothers knows that they have a hit with Harley on their hands and yeah. I just don't want her to get I don't want to get sick of her you know and stuff I don't want her, yeah. her, them to throw her in literally everything because then it's like yeah you get overkill yeah but exactly at the same time and this kind of goes into something I wanted to mention anyway at the same time you know it, when you're seeing all this all together at least for me my mind puts it all together there's going to be a lot of space in between a lot of these movies That's now true. if you are putting her in most of them it doesn't matter but it goes into you have there was an article on a website that is uh, known, but I don't want to name it because I'm about to trash it. Um, it's <laughs> posted this article talking about like, uh, oh great, like we're gonna get five Joker movies. Like it's like how many is too many? You know what I mean? It's like complaining yeah. about it. And I was like, and it, me and my friends have um, a group text where we talk about all these different types of sci-fi movies and comic book movies and stuff. And when news drops, we'll always send a link there. Well, my buddy who's not a big fan of the DC movies sent this link and 
my initial thought was like, it's amazing that people that have negative things to say about this, they act like all of these movies are coming out at the same time. That's you know true. what I mean? It's a good there point. There are five different Joker movies coming out tomorrow or next year. You know what I mean? They're going to be spread out, but everyone acts like, oh, DC doesn't know what they're doing because they're planning ahead. Right. Like, it's crazy. It's ridiculous to me. Sorry. Had to rant a little bit, but it goes into the Harley thing too, except there's not really negative buzz about Harley. And I guess it's because she was generally liked and Joker was a little bit more of a divisive you like him or you don't kind of thing or a lot of people were like i just want to see more to know which that's understandable right um but i just had to mention that for a second because it's like take a second to breathe and 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 separate it realize they're not coming out at the same time (laughs) they're going to be spaced out anyway i'll stop ranting (laughs) about that and move on to ava duvernay she was on late show with seth myers and briefly talked about new gods it was really cool because she seemed so excited yeah she did seem excited the audience seemed like they had no idea what she was talking about and usually when they're like oh and that's right and i'm making the next batman movie or the flash or any superhero the audience like starts applaud like applauding she said new gods and no one made a peep i was like you just wait um but okay so it's cool because she actually i think was confronted by dc maybe to work with dc but she asked to do new gods according to her Somebody on Twitter basically, you know, said, you get asked to do to do new gods, what do you do next? I'm paraphrasing because I can't actually get to that thing. And she said, actually, I said, hey, guys, I want to make a new gods movie. And then someone said, okay, <laughs> hashtag ask Ava. Uh, she was doing like an AMA kind of thing. But um, so I thought that was really cool because like, so it to me says it's something she's passionate about. I know that she said in the past, Big Barda is her favorite superhero or comic book character or however they worded it. Yeah. So that's awesome. Not a lot of news there, but a very cool, like, thing that she seems passionate about so makes me even more excited for that yeah it's pretty interesting that they just asked her they were or that she asked them um she was like hey i want to do new gods and they were like hey do new gods and she was like yeah. really I'm like yeah she's like cool <laughs> yeah. so now she yeah. gets to do it that's pretty awesome not every day that that sort of happens yeah and she did get asked on twitter on june 3rd um how the new gods movie is coming along and she says it's in early development and feeling good so hey Hey, there you go. I'll take it. A little Justice League news, though. Okay. Is it's going to be debuting on HBO July 7th. Nice. If you've got HBO or HBO Go or HBO Now and you don't own the movie, you could stream that sucker uh, immediately. I don't even know if we want to talk about this maybe a little bit, but we had a conversation this week about the problem with DC action scenes or so what some people think that there might be some problems with a DC action scene. I, I don't know. I don't really know what to say about it because it's like I haven't watched it because I'm, I'm not going to. I don't think that there's anything wrong with the action scenes in the DCEU. If somebody wants to, I don't know, if it doesn't work for somebody else, it doesn't work for somebody. But I don't get why there's this constant need to like say, here's 10 things wrong with the DCEU. Here's 10 things wrong with the DCEU action sequences. Here's 10, thing, 10 things wrong with the DCEU character development. I get that a lot of that's for clicks, but by the same token, it's like, what the hell? Can you just not like sit back and enjoy like at least what you're what you're getting? If you don't enjoy it, then that's fine, but don't watch yeah. it and don't sit there and make videos about why you hate well, it. 
Exactly. Why would you if do you that hate, to yourself? If you hate it, if you hate it, why are you sitting there watching the movie over and over, analyzing it, so you can write an article that says, I don't like this movie a hundred times? Like, I just don't get it. It doesn't I, make any sense to me. It doesn't make any sense to me either. I get very annoyed very easily. <laughs> yeah, I think the action scenes are awesome. So, whatever. Hey, yeah. do your thing. If you don't like it, cool. I don't care. <laughs> like, uh, Truth. There's a little bit of some CW news, and Brent and Ray will dig into this a lot more. The Flash stars address possibility of Black Lightning crossover. Black Lightning is not part of the DW's Arrowverse, but that hasn't stopped fans and even stars from wishing for a crossover. Now they're all kind of starting to talk about it, maybe a little bit plant the seeds, as you will. But uh, it's Jessica Parker Kennedy, who plays Nora Allen, and Danielle Nicolette, who plays uh, Cecil Horton, told express.co.uk at the MCM Comic Con... Kennedy said, I think crossovers are the coolest. The very first episode I did was a crossover, and it was awesome, and everyone was there. Everyone was in a good mood. Nicolette says, I was really excited to pop over to Supergirl for five seconds uh, last season, and I don't think I'm spoiling anything to say there are going to be more crossovers this next season. She also goes on to say, in terms of Black Lightning, just to say I love it and have a very public and undeniable crush on Jill Scott. So if any of the writers are listening right now, guys, I'm just saying that would be fun. So again, just kind of like talking about it, nothing too crazy. And when stuff starts coming out, you know, the guys will definitely cover it. So yeah, it really doesn't list a whole lot else other than Nicolette said that if the network could make it happen, if any network could make it happen, it would be the CW. And then she goes, but for me, it's challenging when we're shooting and it's challenging for crossovers to happen because not all the shows even shoot in the same city, she said. But the idea that different shows on the same network pop over to one another, the traditional TV lame word of synergy, I feel like the only time synergy has legit worked is on the CW in the DC universe. And I think it's cool for fans and it's cool for us to do it. Um, I love that the network makes it happen because it's no small feat. So basically saying that um, they would love for it to happen, but that's kind of up to the network. At that, at that point. Yeah. Sticking with TV, uh, brief, very brief little tidbit here about Gotham coming from Heroic Hollywood, Frank James. Gotham season five is only going to be 10 episodes. That's obviously a lot less than <laughs> the normal oh, yeah. 22 hour long episodes, but this is only going to be 10 episodes. I'm guessing still an hour. I don't know. It was actress Cameron Bikendova. I don't know if I'm saying that right. We'll find out. Somebody <laughs> will correct me. They actually revealed that. So yeah, a lot shorter season there. I need to catch up on Gotham. I, I'm, I'm so far behind. Yeah, last I saw, I think, was the end of season two, so. Yeah, and it's going to be airing in January of 2019, they said, I believe. So, sounds kind of tentative. I don't know. doesn't sound like it's set in stone, but. We will see. We'll leave that up to Brent and Ray to help clarify for us. A little bit more for TV, and this is more for the Watchmen series on HBO. We got some set photos. Some of these set photos, I don't know if you've seen them, Chris. It doesn't really show a a whole lot, to be honest with you. It's just like... Yeah, it's Don Johnson in costume. um, Yeah, and his parapolice suit so that's that that's pretty much it i mean but it's just things are moving i guess i guess maybe it's the implication there that they're they're rock and rolling with it so i'm looking forward to it you know it's from what they said of it not being an adaptation it's actually i think maybe more present day in the same universe so i'm very curious to see where they go with that a lot of a lot of questions around how that's gonna go so but hey it sounds cool to me but yeah these pictures it's just it's literally just don johnson standing around with a bunch of other people like in front of a car yeah so when i was first looking at I was like, is there anything else I should sort of like notice about this or no? Yeah. Well, here's a, here, moving on out of out of all that, going to the DC universe, um, 
subscription deal or, or streaming app or whatever they're gonna do with it jamie from holy batcast jamie he, yeah he posted on twitter at bat raider 3960 yeah and it was the first time i'd heard anything he's he was saying he was listening to this podcast called james bonding and their guest was danny snow who works for dc and i did go and listen to it and she does say that it seems like this streaming hub dc universe the dc universe of movies comics and tv shows is kicking off possibly in late august and they're currently working on getting all the back catalog of dc films and tv shows and i think at one point she says and a lot of comics so i don't know if that means oh snap like all the comics like marvel's app does or if it's you know certain things i don't know but either way i was like here we go i'm i'm so ready <laughs> i'm, I'm ready down man shows. take my monies take my yeah. monies take it I'll, I'll love it so thanks jamie for uh showing me that for the first time because i hadn't seen it until he tweeted that so jamie's the man I, since chris and i are, are both this comes actually from omega underground we're both kind of un- a little bit unfamiliar with this we, we are familiar with that there is going to be a doom patrol show but um one thing that came out was that there are doom patrol audition tapes for cyborg um that reaffirm that he will be at least a part of the show at least a small part um but this article says that um they revealed a casting call had gone out for cyborg and omega underground discovered the audition tapes um and they were read by roderick lawrence back from back to reality um buam tingang uh from diana and i and michael xavier from 88 and bitten it, it states here too that uh we at omega underground have learned that dc television is not allowed to use deathstroke in their upcoming shows since a feature film is in development this could mean that dc films has given up on the live action cyborg film starring ray fisher altogether um i mean if they're if that's what they're doing with deathstroke and we know that that sort of to be the case then it sounds like that could be a similar fate for ray fisher cyborg do i want that to be the case absolutely not i loved ray fisher in justice league i would love for him to get his own movie but yeah you know if i i don't know i think they need to do this more with cyborg in the comics than they do with cyborg in the live action films and tv series so you know take that with whatever grain of salt you guys want to but i i mean we don't know anything about justice league you know a second justice league up to this point so who knows it it could be could be completely different the next time we see them come out so that's just something a little nugget more than anything just a rumor there's there's a little bit of a script from the audition but yeah i I can't tell if it's this website or if those videos were actually online at some point no i think they were i think they were online because it says sorry the video doesn't exist they've been taken down obviously they they get on that stuff really quick but it is a little bit of the dialogue there but um i've never understood i I guess there is a certain degree i I do understand a little bit but it's kind of hypocritical in a way because they take these characters off the off the map for the tv shows because they want to put them in movies right but like they didn't cancel the flash show right and the flash is about he's in bvs justice league about to have his own movie yep um but he still has a show i guess you could you could chalk that up to the show is doing really well whenever all that was going on and so it's like well we're not going to cancel a show that's killing it you know and right. maybe that's what it is and they were just but for these other characters it's all kind of a test to sort of see how people respond or general audiences respond maybe that's it and i just answered my own question but i still don't really think i say was i don't know was ray fisher like critically panned for cyborg i mean no i don't i don't think so i think i think it was pretty split i think it was if anything it was 50 50 people liked him people didn't like him you know yeah and i didn't even hear any i haven't heard any negative talk about his performance or anything like that about him so uh, to me he stole he stole the show when it comes to like bringing all the new people 
people. I thought he was incredible. Yeah. And I, that, I left, and I can't remember if I did a Patreon review, like, leaving the movie theater for the first time. That was one of the things I said. It was like, give me that Cyborg movie. Or right. The Flash and Cyborg, or whatever, but I want that Cyborg movie. <laughs> like, right. yeah, I thought he was incredible. I still do. And so, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I don't think it's going to take him off the board. Uh, no, I don't think so either. He's too damn good. He so, is. there was another little bit, and the headline is, it's from Heroic Hollywood again, DC's Titans, new look at Mika Kelly's Dove costume revealed in behind-the-scenes photo. That is uh, not untrue, but that is definitely exaggerating what you think you're going to see. It's her getting makeup done, and you just see it's a blurry photo from maybe Twitter or something uh, of the top part of her costume. I think the official photo of her and Hawk and Dove looks, I think it looks awesome. Again, awesome. you don't see much of it there. And maybe that's why they're saying it's like, oh, you're seeing some of the design a little bit lower. But like, I'm expecting, here we go, full on suit. But, um, you know, what's cool is that a lot of these people are playing with social media and doing these kind of teases. And I do like that. Yeah. Um, that goes back to David Sandberg, too. Like that dude rules social media. But um, I think they look cool. I'll just, I'm, I'm just excited for this show to come out. So I just want it. So. <laughs> Oh, I know. Maybe August. Maybe August. Awesome. One last juicy little nugget for you guys is that Rocksteady has been teasing what seems to be a Superman game, which I am all for. A hundred percent. Again, brings us back to comicbook.com. Um... Rocksteady's heavily rumored Superman game could finally be getting a a reveal this week at E3. E3 promises to be huge, according to a deleted 4chan leak, which we ignored last week due to it featuring a totally fake image. Um, Rocksteady Superman could put it right up there with this year's biggest gaming news. Adding fuel to the fire among fans, gamer informers Andrew Reiner tweeted, loving the run of Game Informer covers... um, we've had in 2018 next month is very 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 cool when one fan replied with an image of superman reiner replied he needs a new cape but it is pretty interesting that we just come out and say say that something along those lines but that doesn't necessarily i don't know if that means anything superman wise but i don't really know and i don't really yeah. care if it comes out i'm <laughs> buying it that's it yeah that's absolutely. it because superman in it it's not like superman hasn't been able to work in, in in any games if you guys have played the injustice games you know how much fun he is to play so if they could do something along those lines that'd be pretty sweet yeah i mean if you do a superman like sort of pseudo open world kind of like the arkham games yeah that would be incredible that like along the same lines that would be really cool i mean and not that's not the only scenario in which the superman game would be cool but it'd be awesome to have that sort of option too so yeah we'll see what happens with it um if it gets announced to three or what but I we'll get together, man. To you can go play it at my house or something. Yeah, we might have, or we can just meet here in the Suicide Squadcast studio. Oh, that's uh, maybe true. Clean it up first. That's true. And, uh, have to bring a TV that, in here. That one corner over there, you know, the one I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll sweep that up and get some beer, chips, and play play some Superman. Uh, but I mean, is that really? That that seems kind of like it. That's as far as news. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, if. So that's all for this week's podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Yes, it's been a lot of fun, uh, but we would love to hear from you. So if you can, contact us at Suicide Squadcast on Twitter. If you guys want to go follow Tim, he's at Alan Fire. Scott is at ScottDC27. You can reach me at Jordan Funky on Twitter and Instagram, uh, mainly Twitter, but and our show as well, DC Comics Squadcast, which is at DC Squadcast on Twitter. Chris, where can we find you, my man? You can find me at RevRim, R-E-V-R-I-M, and Twitter is the main 
place. I do have an Instagram. I don't do much with it. You guys don't want to see pictures of my cat and my son. So just <laughs> stick to Twitter and you'll be good. And that's probably the good, that's the best way. Send us an email too, you know. On our show, we do read listener mail. We uh, do. If you specify show mail on there, we'll answer your question right on the show. So hey, why not why not take a chance and dive in, reach out, touch your keyboard and send us a message. So anyway, we do love to interact with the fans. Everybody does. We all do. Uh, so please do not hesitate to reach out to us all. You guys can also find us at Vero, Facebook, www.suicidesquadcast.com. And of course, uh, you can head on over to Patreon if you'd like, uh, patreon.com slash squadcastmedia. Please, if you guys can, contribute to keep us a fan-supported network. Helps keep the lights on, as Scott likes to say. But yeah. Thank you again to Tim and Scott for letting us fill in. I I hope it wasn't as, you know, I hope we did a good job. You know, uh, we don't want to step on your guys' toes too much. So, you know, if you guys ever want a week of the DC Comics Squadcast, let us know. You just have to be caught up first. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll We'll see. see. I'm keeping an eye on those, too. (laughs) But anyway, that's it for this week. Thank you all for listening. Go out and keep reading DC. Jordan, as you can see, this place is a mess. I mean, we got we got empty beer bottles here. We got uh, old. I see an old hot dog. There's someone's underwear um, is that sitting a in the fire corner. in the corner. That something is on fire. Something is on it's, fire. This is not safe. You're gonna ask us to come in here and do this. Uh, you need to provide a clean environment for your hosts. So, and guys, it stinks. It really stinks. It, like you, I'm gonna throw up and add. There to your are some corner. things I could compare the smell to. I'm just not gonna do it because this is a family friendly <laughs> show. Jordan, yeah, I think you guys deserve this. <laughs>